Good evening, everybody. Today is Monday, December 13th, 2021, and this is iBug Buzz, episode number 513. Wow, we're getting up there. My name is Brad Snyder, and along with Sandia Rao, we are your co-hosts for this big event. The iBug Buzz is an open forum where we discuss all things iOS and related. It includes your hardware like your iPhone, your iPad, your iPod Touch. We even talk about the Apple Watch and the Apple TV. We'll cover the hardware, related apps, and maybe even some accessories. Uh, we, stick, we stick to the iOS world in this call. We have another call that talks about other things, but tonight we focus on iOS. Um, this call is being recorded and will be available uh, on our iBugToday.org website, also available on the Sight into Sound website. It will also eventually be made available as a podcast that you can listen to on your podcast player of choice, as well as your favorite smart speaker by asking your smart speaker to play iBug Buzz. Or maybe you have to say iBug Buzz podcast. I'm not sure. I like the podcast app myself. Anyway, let's see. A couple of do's and don'ts we like to go over since this call is being recorded. We like everybody to help us get a cleaner recording as possible. Uh, with that in mind, we uh, ask you to stay on mute. And if you would like to speak, uh, you can unmute yourself, state your name, and wait to be called on by either myself or Sandhya. Let's go over how to mute and unmute. If you're on a... Um, iPhone with us tonight and, and you're using the Zoom app, you'll find the mute button in the lower left corner of your screen. If you're on an iPad, it's located near the top part of the screen, just a little bit to the right of center. If you're on a uh, joining us from a Windows computer, you'll use your Alt and A to mute and unmute. And if you're joining us from a Mac, it's command shift A. And if you're joining us on a dial in phone, uh, you want to use star six. And all of these are toggles. You, you repeat the command to unmute yourself and, and to mute yourself. Let's see, I said that we uh, ask you to unmute and state your name. What I didn't mention is that we don't use the raise hand feature because it's just easier if everybody just, you know, state your name, then wait to be acknowledged by uh, the myself or Sandia. And that keeps things nice and orderly. Um, I believe that's all the do's and don'ts and all the preliminaries. Um, why don't we go over to Sandia and let's do some announcements to get us all up to date on what's going on in the iBug world. All right. Okay. This is Sonia. Uh, okay. So let's start. We have a busy week again. Uh, so for Q3, 
tomorrow we have Clubhouse Mini Buzz, and that will be on Clubhouse. And all times that I mentioned will be Central Time, and that will be from five to six on that platform. Then we have on Wednesday, busy day, we have the iBug Mac Buzz on Clubhouse. All questions relating to the Mac are open for consideration and that'll be from five to seven on Clubhouse and then immediately following back to back at seven, we will have iBug um, Android Insight and that's from seven to eight thirty, entertaining all questions relating to the Google platform, Android and Alexa devices. So definitely a good place to pose all those questions. Thursday, another double hitter. We have the, let's see, I, it's iBug's life talking about holiday shopping so we gotta hurry up and get that going right hopefully we've started and in case you haven't we will get you on your way and that's on clubhouse and that's from 6 to 8 p.m and then following that we have iBug Trekkie Talk we're finishing out uh I, the discovery series season three uh on Trek uh, Star Trek and then we're going to be in January, for you Trekkies, we're going to be watching starting the Next Generation Season 4, so we hope you'll join us for that. And then Friday's iBug Night at the Virtual Movies, and we'll uh, stay tuned to the uh, Half Point uh, Halftime Show for the revelation of those clues, and then we'll have a chance to guess what the movie is. Then Saturday is our iBug Apple Workshop from 2 to 4 on the Zoom platform. And there we will be having a little bit of a holiday edition. So we'll have some training, but more a little, it's a little more lighthearted. We'll have some games and trivia and some door prizes, maybe. Who knows? Maybe. All right. So come and visit us, visit with us that day. And also wanted to announce that starting in January, uh, this call will be moved to 7 p.m. Central, moving uh, moving up from 7.30 to 7, 8, 7 p.m., not 7 a.m. And let's see. Okay, so definitely uh, our social media. Visit our website at ibugtoday.org. It's the best place to get all the information. Follow, uh, and you can also register there. It doesn't cost anything, and you'll get all of the notifications very promptly then you can also follow us on facebook is facebook.com slash group slash ibug today is where you can pose questions and get answers and then twitter is at ibug today herbie allen's constantly tweeting out valuable information about accessibility in the apple world let's see now well, i think those are all the announcements we also have a jumpstart mentoring program if you'd like to volunteer uh, to be a mentor for someone new and you know, you're an advanced user, then we'd love for you to complete the application for that. And uh, we have several of our mentors on this call and we're so grateful to them. And if you are in need of a help, you're just starting out with your new iPhone, uh, complete the application for a mentee and we will match you up with one of those amazing advanced users. All right. Okay, Brad, with all that, I am handing it back to you. Wow, that was a lot of information. Thank you very much, Sandhya. My calendar is full. All right, as is the tradition here at iBug, we like to take a trip around the room, give everybody an opportunity to say hello, tell us where you're joining us from, and most importantly, if this is your first time joining us and if uh, and uh, then we'll get back to you later to find out a little bit more about what devices you're using so we'll get things started my name is brad and i am in dallas texas 
This is Herbie, and I'm in Houston. This is Stephen from the tiny bedroom community of Austin, Texas. All right. Okay, maybe not so tiny. Maybe not so tiny. All right, good, Stephen. This is Susan from Houston. Hey, Susan. Hello, it's Ann from. Go ahead. Oh, we had. Go ahead, Ann, and then somebody. Was it's Ann from St. Louis, Missouri. And then who I, else we got? That's oh, Helene. Go Helene. Yeah. Helene. Hello, this Helene. Is, Good to hear. This this is Helene, and now in Paradise Valley, Arizona. All right. Very nice. Very nice. This is Chanel in Houston. Hey, Chanel. Who else we got? This is Jim and Jody in New Hampshire. What? Hey, Jody. <laughs> and I believe I heard Jim in there. Yep. Oh, Jim from PA. Hey, Jody, from welcome, Illinois. Jim. Yeah. Let's see. Did we? Who else we got? Adam from Chicago. Hello, Adam. Shree from Virginia. Hey, Shree. Roy from yeah, Fort Worth. From Roy. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, Sharon from New York. Hello, Sharon. Hi. This is Sonia from Houston. Hello, Sonia from Houston. Greg from Texas. Hey, Greg. And from San Diego, California. Hello, oh. Sam. Kathy from Bend, Oregon. Hello. Is that it? Freddie from Galveston area. Hey, Freddie. And I guess if that's it, we will. Thank everybody for saying hello, and let's proceed. I didn't hear anybody say it was their first time joining us. I know we've got some newcomers out there, though. Anybody would like to get us started? We like to give the newcomers a chance to ask a question to get things rolling. If we've got anybody brave enough to do that, we'd like to give you the opportunity. Or if not, we'll... We'll just get going with whatever we got. This is Sonia. Yeah. The, prior to the call, we had a request if we would uh, relay her question from Miss Donna. And the question is, she is on a phone call and she is hearing her voiceover talking. And as a result, she cannot hear her, this caller and she can't hear her voiceover so too much going on okay too much going on so that's her who can help donna out with voiceover talking while she's on a phone this is herbie okay herbie yeah so this is an annoying problem and you know even for veteran users from at least i certainly find it annoying because voiceover will indeed drown the speech off so what i like to do on a phone call is a lot of times if unless i'm doing something that involves the keypad or whatever i like to mute my speech with the three finger uh double tap and 
I'll just turn it back on when I'm done with the call because, you know, I can still do the two-finger double tap, so that's what I like to do. Um, you can also try locking the screen, but I find that if I'm holding the phone to my ear, that's more likely to disconnect the call, but it will be just fine if I have the call on the speaker, so. Okay, so just to clarify, Herbie, you take three fingers and tap the screen twice, right? To turn off speech and then you yes. do it three times again to turn speech back on. Well, two times again to another times. double Excuse tap. me, excuse me, yes. yes. Three finger double tap toggles it on and off. Excellent, excellent. Well, hopefully that'll help Donna out um, with that. Thank you, Herbie. Okay. Jody? I'd like to pose our next question. What did I hear? Sorry, uh, I had Jody? too much talk. Jody, go ahead. Thank you, Jody. Yeah, I, I agree with what Herbie said about locking the screen. That's what I do, but I'm using a Bluetooth earbud, so there's no problem at all. But if I hit the power button, it locks the screen, and then I don't hear voiceover anymore. But of course, the call still stays connected, but that's what I do. All right. Another good tactic. Thank you, Jody. Okay. Well, hopefully Donna's got a couple of tools for her toolbox. Okay. Who'd like to pose our next question? It's Nancy. Here. Go ahead. Hello. Um, Hello. I have a, a Christmas tip and I have a question. What okay. Like? <laughs> go with whichever one you'd like to go first. Um, I was going through Christmas songs today on YouTube and I now somehow have a picture or something on my phone and it says people with clothing. I'm glad it says with clothing, um, but <laughs> I don't know how to get rid of this thing. It says people with clothing. I, I'm guessing it's a picture that came from YouTube um, because it hasn't been saying that before, before now, uh, before I got on YouTube today. So okay. is anybody- all right, Jim. Yeah, I would suggest doing a restart of your phone, you know, where you hit the volume up, volume down, and then hold the uh, lock screen button in for about 10 to 15 seconds. That may get rid of it. This is Shri. Okay, Shri. So you were watching YouTube. Most likely what has happened is you've got picture in picture running in the background you probably paused your um, your YouTube channel, you know that video file. So with um, with the latest versions, they do picture in picture, and your YouTube is running in the background, but it's paused. Now you can tap on that image and then flick up or flick down, and one of those options should give you is close, and that should take the picture in picture out. It's Nancy. Thank you. Hey, Nancy. I was just saying thank you. I'll try that. Okay. All right. Thank you, Sheree. Thank you, Jim. This, this, Greg. Yeah, go ahead, Greg. Yeah, my thought was uh, just go to the app switcher and uh, shut the app down. Okay. Yeah. That'll work too, probably. Okay. All right, there's a couple of good strategies there. 
Thanks, everybody. Okay, who's got our next question? This is Helene. Okay, Helene. Um, I this is an a, a Gmail question, email Gmail, but um, I when I go to and I'm not sure when it's happening, but I hear the word cheat grabber, like S H E E T grabber. And I don't know what it means. I, I've never heard the word sheet grabber. Does anyone know that term? Okay. Helene is hearing sheet grabber. This one you're in Gmail, uh, a Gmail message? Yes. Yes. I'm trying to either respond like a reply or. This is I'm Herbie. Not, yeah, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Herbie, go ahead. I have seen the term in the mail app. Um, it doesn't matter if I'm using Gmail or whatever account. Um, I honestly, I don't know what it means, but I have definitely seen the term. It's not your imagination. But I'm guessing it's kind of trying to be like an email sheet or whatever. I don't know. Maybe somebody else has a better answer, but I have seen it. Okay. And Herbie, you say this is not just in gmail but in other mail as well yeah because like today i was sending an account and it went to a granted my default is gmail so maybe that could be a factor but um when it switched accounts there was definitely still the sheet grabber thing there at the uh, top of the page um yeah and it's in the mail app specifically where i do see it is the uh, as well as that sheet grabber mm -hmm. thing Okay. Well, we don't know how, this is Brad, we don't know how to stop it or we don't know what it means. I'm not sure that I've heard it before. This is Chanel. Is oh. Well, let's go oh, ahead. Go ahead. With, is it just Chanel and then we'll go to three. Yeah, I thought I'd seen it in the context of like sharing things. Um, maybe if, I, I'm trying to, maybe it is mail, but I thought I had seen it in, other apps when dealing with sharing, but I'm not quite sure if it was just a way to grab an app or grab a link or I, I don't remember. I'll have to pay attention next time. Anyway, okay. that's all. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I definitely I, uh, concur with Herbie. I have seen it in the top left of the mail. Um, I always skip it because the next option is gets you into the mail. Um, I believe it was explained to me some time ago, but I have completely forgotten because I typically just skip it. Hey, this is Jim. I thought it was about- Hey, Jim, go uh, ahead, Jim. I thought it was about picking up after your dog died. I'm, maybe I'm confused. Hmm. Okay. Um, this is Herbie. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. So, well, Jim, the only problem with that scenario is that I don't have a guide dog. So, uh, yeah, that's. Um, but like mm -hmm. Shree said, I've seen it in the. I, I, it's nothing that I just. I think I've seen it since iOS 15, and it's just one of those things that, a, because I don't use iOS Mail that often, I don't even think about it, and b, when I do see it, I just ignore it because it doesn't interfere with anything. It's just what it says. And I've never really thought much about it. it's like okay something that you've introduced in ios 15 that's nice 
But maybe, the, I mean, there could be something more significant to it. I don't know. It's just something I've honestly, I've seen it and I, out of sight, out of mind, gem- so to speak. Maybe it's, um, it's something that, go ahead. it might be that it's something that uh, 1502 might correct, which came out today. This is Shree. Yeah, go ahead, Shree. There's a purpose for it. It was explained to me before, um, and there's a logic behind that. Um, I just don't remember. So maybe next week um, we can bring it back and explain what it actually purpose for. Yeah. But there is a purpose for it. Yeah, this is Brad. I'm curious about it too. I'll have to look this up once we get off of here and I have time. Okay. Well, we did our Thank best you. with that one. We'll have to do some research on that and get back to everybody. Okay. Who do we have there? I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. I was just saying thank you. Okay, and, you're welcome. Um, if we, if, yes, and may I ask one more question? Yes, please. Okay, the, the, the word hide, H-I-D-E, that comes up when I do, um, I'm not very good on Facebook, but before it tells me what anything says, in the news feed, it always says hide, and then it says whatever the you know is happening. Is and that only happened since the fifteen you know since the update. So is is that something I can get rid of, or I should just accept that hide is always going to come before it, it tells me? Any Facebook Jim? users out there, go ahead, Jim. Uh, yeah, I I was going to say with Facebook. The one thing you can count on with Facebook, it's an ever-changing app because it's always being updated and changed. And I think what that hide is referring to is if there is someone or a topic that you don't want to see, you can hide it from being displayed. Uh, you know, and it, it gives you the option forever or for 30 days, what have you. I'm not, you know, I just kind of ignore it because there's so much uh coming at you on facebook all the time i just kind of blow right by it okay good advice okay well a lot going on on facebook okay let's move along we got do we have thank you helene we have another who would like to go next This is Jody. Okay, Jody. Uh, has anybody else noticed that seeing AI seems to be less stable than it used to be? I was using it to read handwriting, and then it was doing a color identification, which is the next channel. So it was switching channels from what I wanted. So I wanted handwriting, and it was going over to color. Has anybody else noticed that seeing AI isn't stable? Jim. Okay, Jim. Yeah, I noticed that last week. I was trying to ID a particular product. Um, it was actually one of my prescriptions, and I wanted to be sure I had the right bottle. And I thought, well, oh, seeing it, I'll do it. No, that didn't do it. And SuperSense didn't quite get it either. And then I used Envision AI, and um, that finally gave me enough information so that I was able to identify what the product was. And then I had it confirmed by my uh, girlfriend. 
but uh, yeah, I did notice that. I tried to do product ID and, and went to document reading. So uh, I know they did put out an update just this past week, and I haven't tried it since. So um, it'll have to prove itself to me again. This is Chanel. Okay, Chanel. I actually, it's interesting you bring Sing AI up because I actually had a um, a good experience with it today. So that that's crummy. It's changing channel on you. I was able to get read the handwriting off of a check and know how much the check was for that I'd gotten. So that was pretty nice, but uh, that's too bad. <laughs> I hardly ever use the app, so I'm glad it worked, but that's still a pain when it doesn't work. This is Shree. Yeah, Shree, go ahead. So this is something that uh, I've experienced before and I did reach out to Seeing AI. You know, there is a um, help feedback section and I was very surprised they responded back within the same day. And they told me, at that time, they did tell me there was an issue where the channels were kind of not keeping in, in a locked state. So if you're experiencing it, I would definitely send a feedback to them to let them know. And they're pretty responsive to address these type of issues. This is Brad. And where Sorry, do you find you. where where do you find in the app where you do feedback to them? It so be helpful. Uh, this is free. Yeah. So I believe it's on the first, you know, on the top left where it has that menu option. Then you swipe right, and there's a I believe there's a feedback uh, section that you tap, and then you just kind of fill in what your problem is. It it actually fills some of the information about uh, your device, and, um, and then you just kind of type in. With the issue that you're having and like i said i got a response back the same day right well good to know that's good information thank you Shri. this is karen yeah karen yes i've had that problem too with cnai and just overall i've been more disenchanted with cnai because it doesn't seem to work for me as well as it used to particularly with document read i mean when I'm holding it in front of something, I'm like, give me some kind of feedback. Sometimes it gives me absolutely no feedback whatsoever, like zero. And mm. it's like, you got to say something. I mean, you got to say, move to the left, move to the right, say something. But, and I noticed text then, sometimes I'll just go ahead and take the picture and it reads. Yeah, it reads the text. It just wasn't doing it on its own. This is Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So, um, it's interesting. I had a weird, for me, it's weird. Maybe for other people, not so much. Um, I was using Seeing AI last week to identify a boxed TV dinner. And for some, normally I have really good luck with the short text and not so much with the barcode. Um, but this last week, for me, it was actually, I was kind of surprised. I tried the barcode thing and I had easier luck finding it than I did with the short text, uh, similar to with the short text it's kind of a little bit like what um oh sorry i forgot your name who just spoke before me um, yeah. um karen that's right sorry karen. um anyway so i've kind of experienced a similar problem with the short text too where it was being problematic but it actually found the barcode it still had it didn't have it in its database but that's neither here nor there um but it still found it more easier than i and so i was surprised that i had an easier time with it than the short text feature, because for me, it's usually the other way around. Hmm. Okay. Go on, I'm sorry, I, I didn't... Yeah, Karen? Right, this is Karen. 
Yes, yeah, I think the overall, I think it's, I think it's changing. I don't know. It could be my imagination, but it used to be spot on. And now I think it's just, I think it's different. I don't hmm. think it's my imagination. I think it's different because it's absolutely not as effective as it used to be. I don't know why that is or why they would do that. You would think it would be getting better, but I don't know. I think it's something real weird about it, how it's just crappy. I think it's like crappy now. Okay, well, that's disappointing to hear. This is Shree. Yeah, Shree, go ahead. A new, uh, kind of a sidetrack to this conversation we just had. Um, so last Friday, I got to go see the Washington Capitals versus Pittsburgh Penguins. Mm -hmm. And I was doing live text left and right. I was just pointing my camera out on the banner, just taking pictures. And I was very surprised how well live text was reading information uh, that it was capturing on my camera. So I'm wondering if anyone has tried to just take a picture of, you know, like the, like the menu or the pill bottle to see how well live text is actually reading uh, the content of the image. Because when I took pictures, I was looking at, it told me what the time was in the game. It told me what the score was. It read the banner on the screen. I mean, it told me which player just scored the last goal. I mean, just whatever the banner was capturing, or the camera was capturing on the banner, it, it wasn't 100%, but it read very surprising. I was very surprised how much information I was just gathering by just taking a picture. Wow. This That's is Herbie. Cool. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Shreya, I was just going to say, you missed an opportunity there to do a pre-recorded Apple Bytes. That would have been so interesting to see that in action. Um, I have not played with that, but that would have been so cool. This is Dan. Yeah, go ahead, Dan. Um, okay, I was, I was outside, and uh, I don't know, somehow I accidentally turned the camera on. And it started telling me all this stuff around me. You know, there's a fence over here, there's a plant over there, so forth and so on. It did real good. Uh, so it'll work. Uh, it'll work outside. That's interesting what you did there, Shree, with the TV screen. That's really fascinating. And also, I want to make a comment about seeing AI. I recently, when I when I did the when I got the update, uh, I got a little message that said from seeing AI that said, we are, we are, we are changing this app over to a 64-bit system. So if you are, so from now on, it's required that you run iOS 12 or later. So that might be a factor in uh, some of the people's problems here lately. I've been really happy with seeing AI lately myself. So that's all I have to say for right now. All right, well, thank you, Dan. Okay. Who'd like to go? This is Jody. Yeah, Jody. I'm running 15.1, and it, I wondered if it wasn't because I updated my phone that it was having problems, So, I, but I will definitely email them tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, good. I know they like that feedback. It's Nancy. Oh, yeah, Nancy. Okay, so I'm going to give my little Christmas tip. Okay. So I was looking for song words today <clears throat> for Christmas songs, and I found a website that says Christmas Carol Directory, 
And what was pretty cool was I could go and get the words and do a share and email them to myself so that I could put them in my Braille note taker. And then I would go back to the website and it would go to the next song in the list. So it kept track of where I was in the list. Oh. It was really fun. So if anyone's looking for Christmas carol words, um, it was, if you just say uh, even Jingle Bells lyrics, it will bring up this website. Cause I, I've closed it a couple of times just to see if I put in a different title if it would bring up that same website again. And it did. So um, anyway, it was just, it was a fun thing to do. And I'm going to be singing for a assisted living center tomorrow. So now I've got words in braille. All right. Thank you. That's great. Well, thank you, Nancy. Okay. Who's got the next question or like to keep us moving here? Uh, this is Dan with a question. Okay, Dan. Okay. Um, kind of referring back to what I what we were kind of, or what I was talking about. Does anybody know uh, when did Apple tell all of their developers, okay, we're going to switch over to a 64-bit system. So you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to update your apps. I was surprised that seeing AI sent that message out. I thought that that this was something that happened about two years ago. And uh, so I'm just curious uh, if anybody knows when Apple told all of their developers, okay, you're, you're gonna have to uh, switch over to a 64-bit system with your apps. This is Shree. Yeah, Shree, go ahead. Uh, my understanding, not uh, this is the first time I heard about the iOS site, but before, I, maybe, I don't it was before prior to Big Sur that, uh, Anything that was not 64-bit, it was not the app was not going to get updated to the device. And this was more yeah. on the computer level, not on the iOS level. But uh, it doesn't surprise me that um, you know Apple said we're only supporting 64-bit um, application because it's kind of um, it's kind of the security standard now. So yeah, this is Brad. I think it was iOS 12. I think that came came about. Uh... What was that three years ago? I think. Yeah. Okay. Who's got our next question? Okay, it's Nancy again. Yes, I Nancy. Thought, I thought of a question. Okay. Um, I am using the Fit Plus on the phone, mm -hmm. and I'm having a heck of a time trying to get the um workout to start playing does anyone else have trouble sometimes i can get the play button to work and sometimes i get a screen it just says airplay and it gives me the things to tap on it whether it's my headset or the um speaker um and it's really hard to get i usually have to go and close out of Okay, I guess Kathy got a call. <laughs> Nancy got a call, I mean. 
All right. Well, hopefully she'll be back. Who's got a question for us? While we wait. Yes, Greg. Yes, Greg. Okay. Since we just since somebody just had a phone call, I had a question about that. So if I'm on the Zoom call uh, and I have a phone call come in, and I assume I just do uh, the magic tap, two finger double tap to uh, take the call, and then when I end the call, uh, does it automatically put me back on the Zoom call that I was on? Not that I'd ever do that on an iBug this call. Is of course. Not. Yeah, Herbie, go ahead. <laughs> oh, Nancy can go ahead. Okay, well, sure. Sorry about that. Uh, I thought I had my phone on. Uh, do not ring. But wait, wait, wait. This is Sandia. Let's finish. Uh, yeah, let's had, finish we, Greg's we, question. We, we got yeah. Greg in here while you're gone. Yeah, we'll come sure. back to you in just All a right. second. I, I was going to answer his question. Oh, okay. Oh, well, go ahead. Uh, so um, I was just going to say, um, if you're lucky, it doesn't kick you out, but. Sometimes Zoom, if a call comes in, it will kick you out of the call. So um, what, what works the best is if you put your call on mute so that it won't come in, the, the ringing won't come in, which I didn't do. <laughs> um, and my, I'm on the computer. And so then it's really hard for me to get it to stop in the middle. So that's why I went on mute because I couldn't get it to stop ringing on the So this is Herbie. Okay, go ahead, Herbie. So it's a good idea when you use the Zoom app to, I think it's under general, enable the call kit. And what that's, <clears throat> excuse me, going to do is make it so when you get a phone call when you're on your phone, instead of being thrown out of Zoom with a phone call, you're going to get the call waiting beep, and then you would just answer the call that way. Um, Sometimes, though, at least last time I had this issue, when I was in a breakout room, I had issues coming back after I had to take another call. But um, you should be able to come back to Zoom. Um, but like I said, it's a good idea to make sure the call kit is enabled first under the general under Zoom. And that way you get the call waiting beep instead of the uh, disruptive actual phone call. This is Chanel. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Chanel. I think it's actually called call integration. Uh, just just be. in case you can't find call kit. I think I've seen that term. So in oh, case one you. doesn't work, maybe the other will. Okay, call integration. Can you, yeah, so I'm confused. So I go into Zoom, and then under Zoom, I find this heading. Herb. This Herbie. is Herbie. Yeah, Herbie, yeah. can you clarify this for her? Yeah, so it's, I can't actually look at it in real time because my phone's right. updating, but in the preference, you know, like where the um, options are, where general and all that stuff is, it's under yeah. general um, in the Zoom app on your phone. In the Zoom app. And it'll be something like call integration or call kit. And then yes. you do that every, turn that on every time before you go on a Zoom? No, you just, it's a one-time thing. You turn it on and it'll remember the setting. Okay, so, and so that will mean I'll get a call waiting. When you'll I'm get on. a call waiting, exactly, instead of, um, so yeah, and that can really come in handy. And then can you do like hold and accept or whatever yes. that's it treats yeah. it like a regular call. So you've got your hold and accept and then accept, decline, 
you know, send the voicemail, that whole stuff. So it works like an actual call waiting. Okay. And if you do the, if you do the hold and accept, then you could just go back to it. Yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Thank you, Herbie. Okay. Who's got our next question for us? Keeping things moving along. It's Nancy. Hang on, Tree. Nancy, go ahead. Um, So I'm in the settings on Zoom. And. um, Try again. Can I put my phone? Can I put my um, computer on? um, I'm holding down the space bar, but I want to play you what I'm hearing because I'm confused about which thing to choose. Okay. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, we do. Okay, so I have my phone in settings on Zoom, and here are my options. Enables answering meeting and phone calls through call jet. The iOS system calling me when you are not on Zoom. These calls will be included in your device's call history. You will not be able- That's not what I want, right? I'm at Herbie. Yeah, this is Herbie. Yes, that is what you want, and you want to make sure that is turned on. Okay. Use call jet to receive calls when not on Zoom. Switch button on. Double Yep. Yep. It's on. So yeah, that'll make sure that, yeah, so I was right. It is called call kit and um, that'll ensure that you'll get the call waiting beep whenever a phone call or a FaceTime call comes in when you're in a Zoom call on your phone. Okay. And then. Enable to answer meeting and phone calls through call kit. The iOS system calling me when you are not on Zoom. Okay. That's just that's explaining what I'm... the feature is. Oh, got it. Okay. All right. That's so all I nice. need to do that same thing on my computer in order to get it to work there. Well, there's no option for that on the computer. That's just an iPhone yeah. thing. I don't know if there's an if that if you have an iPad. I don't know about that, but for sure on the iPhone. But there's no such thing on uh, the computer, no matter which operating system. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, thank you, Herbie. Okay, let's see, Shri. So um, I updated to fifteen point two. And I use the two finger swipe right, two finger swipe left as a, you know, a custom gesture. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if this is 15.2 or 15.1, but now that two finger swipe right has a default finger gesture that I have no idea what it does. And I cannot change or it doesn't accept any custom gesture with the two finger swipe right. And I was wondering if anyone else has experienced this. Anybody experiencing, anybody updated uh, 15.2 and experiencing, So is it swipe left or swipe right? Two fingers. So for me, I do two finger swipe right to take me to the status bar. Okay. So right now when I go to the uh, command for two finger swipe right, it says something like fade in or fade out doing a two finger swipe left. So I try to go and change that to go to the status bar, but it doesn't allow me to. Like you can't seem to appear to change it. Hmm. Okay. Anybody anybody experiencing any issues with two fingers swipe right? Anybody updated to 15? Not two today. 
This is Greg. Yeah, Greg, go ahead. Uh, I can't. I can't speak to fifteen. I think fifteen point one point two is what they did today. Okay. Come on. Uh, Come on. Come on. I haven't. Please stop. I haven't tried that. All right, we had to mute, so just come back in, Greg, please. Okay, and Brad. Okay. Okay, um, thank you. Yeah, I'm on, uh, I know with 15.1, I think I was able to reprogram that two-finger swipe left and right. And then I thought at some point I may find that that the, however, what they reprogrammed it as for the go in and go out, I might, want to use that. So I ended up using the four finger, a four finger flick up and down uh, for my headings, uh, which is real handy. But I, yeah, I don't know if in 15.1.2, you can't reprogram that two finger swipe right and left or not. I was able to, to do it before. This is Sri. Go ahead, Sri. So I, I did the same thing. I just substitute the uh, four finger swipe down for my status bar, but um, it's the, the other one seems to work. It's just the two finger swipe right or swipe left. I can't seem to change it. This Roy. Okay, Roy. I thought the two finger swipe left and right was used for uh, the navigation, you know, kind of like on the Mac where you can expand something or collapse it. You do the two finger swipe right or left on your phone if you have that, uh, you have two views, a flat view. Yeah. And what's that other one called? Flat navigation, navigation or what's called navigation? Group style. navigation. Group, group and I navigation. Those two two gestures were assigned to that. Setting yeah, up this line. is Jim. Okay, Jim. Yeah, I just went into settings, accessibility, and voiceover practice, and tried the the two finger swipe right and swipe left, and all it did was beep at me. So. I'm guessing you may have to go into commands uh, and make whatever changes you want to there. This is Nancy. Okay, Nancy. Um, I know what Sri is, well, I haven't updated and now I don't want to because um, I used the two finger swipe left and right. Um, and I did it like what you're saying, Jim, I went to commands, which I imagine is what Sri did. Um, and I changed it. That's what I use for my rotor. Um, so I wonder if they made the um, this command that Sri's talking about. They made it one like a magic tap so that you can't change it, which would be disappointing because I really like using it for my rotor. So. Okay. This is Jody. Yeah, Jody. First, I want to apologize for, for the noise. My dog was driving me crazy, and I thought I was on mute. Uh, sorry, Sandia. Um, I've also had the same problem. I used to use the two-finger swipe right to get to the status bar, and now the two-finger swipe right is a dedicated command for something else. I was going to go in and see what it was. Okay. I was thinking the same thing. Okay. Well, thank you, Jody. Glad you got your dog taken care of. <laughs> Okay, um, who's got our next question? This is Herbie. This is Marty. Yeah. 
Hang on, let's go Herbie and then Marty. So since we're on the subject of iOS 15.2, I just thought I'd mention something that could prove to be interesting um, for anybody that might be. uh, So one of the things now it looks like 15.2 has is the new Apple Music voice plan. And um, basically what it is, is it's supposed to be a cheaper version of Apple Music. I think it's like $4.95, at least that was the price announced several months ago. Where and you're it is limited, but you get to control Apple Music primarily with your voice. I do think there are some, I well, I know there are some limitations and whatnot, and it's especially designed for uh HomePod users that maybe don't have Apple Music but um want to have it for the full integration. But I just thought I'd mention that if anybody's looking for a cheap music service option that they want to try with the 15.2, so budget alternative okay thank you herbie um i'm sorry wait a minute we had um, marty 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 Marty. thank you marty yes sir yeah um i i know we had talked about the amazon app uh alexa app uh, before and i went into it just a few days ago and it's been several weeks since i've been in it and what i've noticed uh the tabs on the bottom, there's devices. So when you click on the devices tab, it says introducing favorites. And then it says plant zero. And when you swipe up, there's either activate, when you activate, it doesn't really. And then when it's it's either activate or describe um, images, explore images. So when I click on explore images, it gives some kind of a description. There's a document in there and I'm not able to do anything with it. I only went into that tab because I wanted to check um, my my uh, buds. And you know, that's usually like, if you're in devices, you click all devices button and it lists all your devices that you have. So the only way now that I can do that is to go to the more button. It brings up a menu and you have to sort of flick the settings and then in settings, it brings up your, and anybody familiar with this devices tab and what this favorites is all about? This is Sandia. Okay, go ahead, Sandia. I'm so glad you brought that up, Marty. So yeah, I had the exact same problem and I was trying to uh, figure out something with one of my, Uh, devices so uh, in the alexa app um so how did you get around it where did you go to more and you 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 go to the more tab and then there's um uh there's a menu of things and then you go into settings and then um i think you have to somehow flick around in there and then you'll see a list because I think when you first go to settings, it thinks you want to set up a new device, okay. but you don't because I think it says add a device and then there's lists. You go down until you see your devices. And then of course you click on the one that you want to look at or change. All right, this is Sandia. Hey, Sandia. Uh, yes, I mean, I was totally frustrated. I mean, the app, uh, it's obviously well, like so exactly what Marty said. It's just locked up. When you click on devices, it just, you know, it's totally locked. So thank you. I, I guess we'll have, have to report it or find out if, what's going on. Brad, this- just to clarify, we're talking about the 
Amazon Alexa app because yes, I that's think right. Marty just said Amazon, so I was thinking the shopping. App. No, the okay. Alexa app. I okay, okay. Alexa. This is Chanel. Yeah, go ahead, Chanel. And one way I worked around it, but it's been a few weeks, so I don't remember exactly, is I turned on my screen recognition, and then I was able to find like an OK or close button when it was giving me that prompt about favorites. Um, I do have a question about the Echo Buds, um, but that was but, um, that was kind of my thing with the app. It's turning on the screen recognition and okay. uh, just flicking around until I found like a close or OK button. Okay. Um, I think we had somebody who spoke up right as we were about to go to Marty. I think it was Jody. Jody, thank yeah, you. Yes. Jody. Yeah, I, I did a workaround with it. Um, at the bottom of the screen on where it says favorites, there's a there's a close button. So I turned voiceover off and I just tapped on the bottom of the screen. You know, I, I had to do it a couple of times to find the right spot. And then I turned voiceover back on and then the favorites thing was gone. But I mean that that it was a bit tricky to do, uh, but there is a place at the bottom where you can close it. I also went into accessibility and the, the two finger swipe right says move in and then two finger swipe left is for move out. So those are now assigned gestures. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. This, this is Chanel. Oh. Okay, hang on. Yeah, um, let's go Shri and then we'll go back to you Chanel. Go ahead, Shri. Uh, just a quick question regarding the the Amazon Alexa app. Um, so once you dismiss it, does it come up the next time you go in, or is it just a one-time thing? No, it's a one-time. No, this is Jody. It's a one-time thing. One-time thing. That's good. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Chanel, go ahead. Yeah. Um, it was a one-time thing for me, too. But as far as the gestures, um, that they, they were introduced in iOS 15, the very first iteration of iOS 15. Maybe you already mentioned that. But I was I have been able to change mine back um, and use the, the gestures I want to use. So, yep, that's all. You win. All this right. is Shree. Yeah, go ahead, Shree. So what I did was um, it was working uh, this morning. But I was teaching a class. I was going to show them how to use the um, the command feature for it. So when I reset it, I couldn't get back in. Uh, so if you do have it active and you haven't reset your um, your uh, the the um, the voiceover commands, then I'd say leave it alone because it happened after I reset it. I couldn't go back in. But it was working this morning, and then I did the hmm. update. Okay. All right. This is Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Can I finish asking my other question? Yes, ma'am. Please do. Okay. So hopefully my phone on the computer won't ring again. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I um, am using Fit Plus and um, Sometimes I can get, I can, well, I have two questions about it. I can, if people, if anybody has a thought on how to do the sort, some, the filter and sort, I'd love to hear about that. And I'd also, sometimes I can get the workout to play and sometimes it goes into airplay and then I have to go out and close the app in order to get back to portrait to re-choose it. And it just seems really clunky. And I just wonder if anybody else is having any, um, or if anybody else has figured out how to 
streamline using that fitness app with your watch. Okay, and this is the, this is Brad, this is the Fit Plus app. Is Nancy. that what you said, Nancy? Yeah, yes. Okay, anybody got experience with the Fit Plus app? Maybe knows what's going on here. Well, I'm hearing crickets, Nancy. Sorry about that. Well, I'm sorry. We don't have any other Fit Plus users on the call, Nancy. This is Shri. Yeah, Shri. I do want to make one comment about something that um, Herbie sent uh, to the Facebook page regarding if you're a Verizon customer, I would definitely have you guys check it out because it looks like Verizon because they're a cell carrier. They pipe, they bypass all the apps and therefore they are monitoring you. Uh, and there are some settings that you should disable so they're not uh, collecting data from you. And it's a very good article. And I just want to say, Herbie, thank you for sending it out. Okay, good information for Verizon users. Okay, uh, we got a Sharon, couple minutes. Can, yeah, can I, who is it? It's Sharon. I don't. Yeah, Sharon. Stupid, but I'm trying to look for that Zoom thing. So, am I supposed to be on? I'm in notification Zoom. Am I in the right place, Herbie, or am I in the wrong place? Going back to the phone call. Okay, so we're, okay. So this is yeah, Herbie. Go ahead, Herbie. Um, so you should be under uh, general. General, okay. And I believe it's there, the call kit. Call, general call kit. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. Okay, and with that, we are almost <laughs> right at our halfway mark. All right. Close enough. Thank you, Brad. Lots of good questions. All right. So let's uh, welcome those who didn't get to say hello the first time around. Please say your name and where you're from. Anybody? This is Ned from Texas. Hey, Ned. Welcome. Nikki from San Francisco. Hey, Nikki and Nancy. Welcome. Arlene from uh, Carolina. Arlene and who? Karen, from Philadelphia. Karen, Karen, and Arlene, and Priscilla. Welcome, Priscilla. Kathy from Tulsa. Kathy, welcome. Anybody else? Brooks, and Brooks and Mr. McCulloch, welcome. Anybody else? Catherine from Colorado. Hey, Catherine, welcome. Yes. All right. So uh, with that, we are going to launch off right into Friday nights. I'm not at the virtual movies. And with those fantabulous clues is the fantabulous iBug guy. Are you out there, sir? Mr. McCulloch. Hello. Hello. What? 
probably fell asleep. Mr. McCulloch, are you there? I think you should mute him. I know. Mr. McCulloch. Sounds like the spirits of Christmas got him. I know. Come on, Mr. McCulloch, let's go. I was expecting you to do the announcements. I forgot we don't do announcements right now anymore. Sorry about that. (sighs) I was trying to finish my dinner hurriedly. and didn't get the memo, obviously. All right. Guess not. Okay, what are we doing? (laughs) You're giving us those amazing clues so we can guess what the movie is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have remembered that. All right. We are, do we tell them what time we're starting and all that stuff? No, you want to do that? Oh yeah, that's smart. I got a race to do that now. (laughs) And after last week, okay. All right, Friday, this Friday, uh, September the 17th. December. uh, December the 17th. (laughs) We will be watching. Maybe uh, there's a reason why you don't We will be watching. Oh, I'm not supposed to tell you what we're watching. No. We will be meeting at 7.30 p.m. for the pre-movie social. 8 p.m. we'll start the movie. And then afterwards, we'll have a discussion, critique of the movie, and some wonderful trivia about the movie. So please join us right here on this very same Zoom conference line. And to figure out what we are going to see, we are going to now enter into my All right. Getting better and better. Everybody ready? No. All right. They're ready. My assistant, please bring up the notes. All right. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You want to go over the rules? Be sure to do not yell out, exclaim, or otherwise whatever the the title of the movie. Just first say your name, wait to be recognized, and then we will let you guess. All right. Is everyone ready? Get your fingers on that mute button and ready to unmute yourself. Clue number one. Again, a body of water plays a key part in our film this week. Where's the water? Are we watching the same movie? Am I supposed to do water sounds? I fix? I forgot. No, 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 no. Skip oh, the water. Uh, all right. Anybody? Water sound? A bottle of water <laughs> plays a key part in the film this week. It's Nancy. Nancy. Is it the Titanic? The Titanic! <laughs> it would be a great guess, but we've already seen that one. <laughs> All right. Anyone Hello. else? All right. Moving on to oh, clue what? number two. Who's that? Nothing. Okay. All right. Clue. I messed up my introduction clue number two some of the characters are seen wearing fedoras <laughs> the fedora is back just in time for the holiday season 
boy. This All is Shree. right. Oh, Shree, yes. Uh, since I can't see, I don't know if they're waiting for doors, but how about Aquaman? Aquaman <laughs> is not a holiday film that I'm aware of, but. Oh, you was... didn't say holiday. Good oh. guess. It's December. It's the holiday season. Uh, we didn't say that, though. It was no. implied, but go I ahead. Need, I need to play some background music. So no, you no, 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 Keep going. Ned's oh, got to guess. Go ahead. Is it Miracle on 34th Street? Miracle on 34th Street is... Is there any water in there? <laughs> well, it's in New York, so it's near... <laughs> It's near the Hudson. And the hey, well, Ned, water you're... plays a key part in the film. Okay. Stretchy. Good, good try. Good try. Okay. Jody. Is Jody? Jody, go ahead. It's a wonderful life. It's a wonderful it's life. It's a wonderful life. Is almost exactly correct. Ding, 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 Jody. Yes. So this is Jim. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. A okay. river runs through it. <laughs> river runs through it is almost correct too. Yes, and yes. Jody got river. that without having to oh, include number two. Wow. wow, wow. This Christmas film has a snowy setting with all the trimmings, including mistletoe. She's gonna have my angel wings. Hold on. The story <laughs> is a strong and fundamental fable, sort of a Christmas carol in reverse. And it has been called the best or the best and worst things that ever happened to the film are that it lost or fell out of its copyright protection. Let's go figure that one out. This is Brad. Is this going to be the first time we've had a movie repeated? This is a classic. Therefore, we can repeat it. We'll repeat it for those who've been paying attention. Yes. Show off. We did it. If it bonus points, you will get an extra prize if you can guess what date we showed it on last December. And I'm sure he has nothing else to do. It's the 16th. During the 16th. This is Jim, uh, by the way. Yeah, you better relax. ask Alexa what, fr what Friday dates in December were last year. All right, we're going to move on. Well, okay, the 18th, Johnny, the 18th. what do we have for our winner tonight? All right. Well, yes, we are going to. Yes, exactly. Uh, those angel wings and eyebug colors will be stripped from our former winner, Jim. And so we have our first fallen eyebug angel. So sorry, Jim. But uh, I, I feel naked. Jody, hold on to those wings and make the most of them for this year. All right. <laughs> for a year. First, first time I'll ever be able to wear angel wings. <laughs> you are an angel for this year. And uh, we also, an extra gift is a bell. So you can ring that bell and give lots of angels their wings. So there you go. All right. Thank it, you, Mr. This is Steven. In, in case thank you. Jody cannot carry out her duties over the next year. We will have who's yeah. the second runner up? 
I forgot who the second runner up Ned was. With, uh, Ned with River Runs Through It. Oh, no, 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 with the New York guess. So there you go. Uh, okay. 34th North on 31st. Yeah, that was pretty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm still wondering where the water is. Yeah. Is the snow the water? Well, he, the, the bridge, when he's about, you know, he's he's jumping, that he jumps, he jumps jumped off the bridge into, into the river. Yeah, okay. Oh, by the way, the version, the version we're going to be watching stars Jimmy Stewart as the elf. Hey. Just the elf. Okay, okay. Stop. Just, just stop. Oh, he stop. played Santa Claus. Okay, here we go, Mr. McCulloch. Time for you to say goodnight, please. Goodnight. Okay. Goodnight, stop Mr. McCulloch. Everybody later. Everybody have a very good night. Okay. I don't know. Enjoy your dinner. <laughs> Goodbye, Mr. McCulloch. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, thank you for playing iBug Night at the Virtual Movies. Uh, okay, so we're going to go back to our, oh, here we go. This is our iBug Bite segment. Just so you know where we're going, we have a five-minute demo by Brad, and then we'll return to our regularly scheduled questions. So hold tight, and then the rest of the time will be about. All right, Brad, are you there? Yes, I am. All right, we're ready. Let's go. All right. This is this one's going to be a bit of a review. As previously mentioned on this call, iOS 15.2 was released today. And from time to time, we have some of our listeners ask about um, how to update their iOS. So I thought I'd just give a brief overview of how to update your iPhone or your iPad. It's very much the same on your iPad, but we're going to focus on the iPhone. I have here my iPhone 12 Pro. It is still running iOS 15.1. I think it's point, yeah. 2041. Here we go. Can we hear that? Is that coming through loud and clear? A little louder, please. A little More, more, more. Cellular. How's That's better. That? Yeah, good, good. Better. Okay. I got my settings app open. General. I'm going to general. And second from the top is software update. I open it. Now, there's a couple things here we're going to look at. Right now, it is looking for the boop, and there it popped up. Software update. Okay. First thing we want to find is we have the automatic update option. Mine is set for download only. Let's take a look at that inside here. Uh, we got two, there's two switches in here. I can set it to download the update uh, and then it will download it to my phone, but it will not update it automatically. And then I have install iOS updates turned off. So I have to manually do them. You can turn that on and I believe it will do them at night when you're sleeping and pre pre presumably not using your phone. So um, those are two things to look update. at. So I'm going to back, back out of here. Software. I, iOS, iOS it back tells me I have iOS. Okay. It tells me I've got the iOS 15.2 update. It's got some notes about the update. A new subscription tier that provides access to music using Siri. This update also includes the app privacy report, new safety features for children and parents in messages, and other features and bug fixes for your iPhone. Okay, it tells us a little bit about it. We go down here. Some features may not be available oh. for all regions or on all Apple devices. That's for good information on the security content of Apple software updates, please visit this website. 
Okay. HTTP download and install. So I go here to the button for download and install. Now keep in mind, if you are still running iOS 14 point whatever, 14.8, I think is still the newest. It, it may prompt you to update a security update. It may tell you that your iPhone is up to date. And if you are ready to make the jump to iOS 15.2, you will scroll on down to the bottom of the page and you will find a button that says update to iOS 15.2. Forgive me, it's been a while since I've done it, so I can't remember exactly what it says, but it is a button that you'll see. Now, to get the process started, I see the, I have, I'm on, download and install. So I hit it and it wants my passcode. Hang on one second, I'm gonna mute while I type in my passcode. Oh, I thought he was going to tell us his passcode. Okay, I type in my passcode and the process says started. And jump to the top. It, it is updating. And now you just wait. It says. It's not. Okay. Well, now is the waiting process. That's pretty much it. And you wait and it should at some point it will tell me it is downloading. It will tell me how long it will take. And generally it downloads it and then it moves into the verifying, up, verifying update process. And then the update commences. Basically uh, go put it on the charger and uh, or go about your business. Uh, it will update if you're in the middle of doing stuff. I generally will start it when I know I'm not going to do anything with my phone for a little bit. I did one of my other devices earlier. It really did it pretty quick. It took it a while to download it, but it, compared to some others I've done, it was a pretty short process. And that's really about all there is to that demo. Short and sweet. All right. Okay. Any questions for Brad about how to update your iPhone, which is very yeah, important. Brad. Okay. Right, go ahead, Marty. Uh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead, Marty. Oh, um, I've noticed. Uh, I think I have one turned on, like automatic update on and down on and install. Now, after it downloads, um, I wait and wait because it doesn't say verifying. It there's like an install button that I have to um click on, and then it will start installing. So it won't automatically install after it downloads. Do I have to change a setting for that? Um, I believe if you're just patient with it, because you have all automatic updates turned on, you have it to download and then you have automatic, automatically in update or an automatic install, that second switch, whatever it says. And I believe okay, if I'll you just let it sit and you put it on your charger and you go to bed at night, Eventually, my understanding is it will uh, install it overnight. Uh, I don't have mine turned on because like you, um, mine will sometimes download it. And when I open the uh, you know, software update page, I see it there and I see that the button already says install. And I will tend to hit it at a time, maybe in the middle of the day when I know I'm not going to be using it for a few minutes or at night before I go to bed, I might do that. 
some updates take a while and some are not don't take too much time so i tend to do it when i know i'm not going to be using also, my phone for the next I, hour uh, it's smarty also yeah, i had a problem many years ago when i was updating i played with my phone while it was updating thinking it was done and i had a problem now i heard from someone a few years ago the way to check if your phone is done updating is like toggle the mute button because if you, if it is updating and you do that, you're not going to interrupt the update. Is, yeah, that's a good that idea. I've never or... thought of that. I've never thought of that, but I think you're talking about the little button on the side near the volume. The, yeah, the little mute button on the side. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think that's pretty inert, so I don't think that's going to do anything. And um, my understanding is, though, it usually gives you a warning when it's about to start the update. And once the update process begins, I don't believe you can turn the phone off or do anything to it while it's doing the update. No, you can't. That, that's so, where I got into trouble because I, I played around with the screen and interrupted the update and I had to restore my phone. Okay. Yeah. I didn't, I, know you, I didn't know you could even do that. I figured while it's updating. Yeah. It doesn't respond to anything. I know as a sighted person, I see uh, that the screen goes dark and it's just got a little apple and a progress bar and it pretty much sits there the whole time and I wasn't aware I could do anything to it while I was doing that. Let's see. I think I heard Herbie in there. Oh, hang on. We have Jim first. Oh, it was Jim. Excuse me. Thank you. Go ahead, Jim. Um, maybe Herbie and I are going to say the same thing. It'll be in the next contest. Yeah. But um, what I always do as a rule of thumb is I connect my phone to power and do the update that way because what will happen when it goes through all its machinations of downloading, verifying the update, then you click on the button, start the update or install update, your phone will go blank and then it will beep when it's ready to be used again and tell you that your phone has been updated. Uh, Jim brings up a good point. I always make sure my phone is, you know, pretty fully charged, maybe not all the way, but 70, 80%. And I've done the updates. If not, I have done like Jim and put it on the charger. I've never heard a beep. That's a new one to me. Uh, I usually hear voiceovers start talking as soon as it's done. It wakes up and it says something. Now, if I'm not nearby, I miss it, I, but I come back and it's on the lock screen and there is a notification on the lock screen that says your phone has been updated to iOS, whatever the version is. When when your phone connects to AC, you hear that tone. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, that and tone, that's what correct. I'm saying. And that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. Uh, when your phone powers back on after the update, you will get that tone. You get that. Okay, I understand the tone you're talking about. Yes, and you're correct. I have heard that. That's great. Okay, Herbie. Well, yeah, great minds think alike, or at least some, one of us has a great mind, and I'm assuming it's Jim because he beat me. But uh, yeah, I was going to mention the exact same thing. Um, connecting your phone to power is a great way to sometimes know at least that your phone is alive. The mute switch is also good, though, too, definitely. Um, <clears throat> also, like I have light perception, and sometimes... If the room is dark enough, I can actually see 
the light on my phone because I have my brightness set to zero. So if my if I see my screen, if I see a light coming from my phone screen, that's also a good way to tell that it's updating. Um, it's kind of a little bit hit or miss, so I don't like to fully rely on that. And, you know, different people are going to have varying degrees of light perception, including none at all. But I can sometimes look at the phone screen and that's how I know it's also updating. The other thing I was going to mention is you'll know it's done updating because on the lock screen window, like with this latest update just now, it says, you know, software update, you know, you're fine. iOS is up to date. Right. A notification. <laughs> yeah, notification. That's what I said. Yeah. Um, and as far as that mute switch on the side, if you've got that thing turned off, you do not get that sound when right. you connect to power. That mutes that. So keep right. to be aware of that. And, but one thing I was going to mention is if you do have anxiety over that, it might honestly better for you to pick a time to manually update your phone because then you at least know what's going on. You know when you hit the install button and so you can kind of pace yourself and say like, okay, I'll come back in five or ten minutes and... Also, if you leave it on the, you know, charger, it will make, you know, like Jim said, the ding sound or whatever, too. So that's just something else to think about, too, if you are concerned about that. So. Okay. All right. Okay. Anybody uh, else? This, this is yeah. Helene. Helene, go ahead. Um, I, I don't know if it's true, but um, I was told that perhaps when they say there's an update that I should wait a couple of weeks because the blind community had warned me about waiting till the glitches come out. And when Shree said what he said about the, you know, the two finger right and left, is that going to be a butt fix or something that they're going to come up with and that I shouldn't, that I should wait a couple of weeks and hear all the complaints that come through? This, this Jim. It's a heck. Go oh, ahead, oh, Jim. God. Yeah. Well, sorry, man. I, I, I was going to say, waiting is always the prudent approach. Uh, and and the thing that Sri was talking about, I'm not so sure if that was a bug or if that's just how it works. Um, but Sri certainly brought up uh, um, a thing he learned about his his custom gesture, and what he did is he he reset the gestures, and then he had a problem. And so his advice was be careful if you've got some custom gestures, don't reset back, don't clear them back to the defaults. But anyway, go ahead, Jim. Well, the only thing I was going to say is that's a good idea. Usually when you get a major update, uh, I tend to follow Apple this on Twitter and they usually, uh, a lot of the Apple Viz main guys are, are beta testers and they will usually put out a little blurb as to what accessibility features they've seen fixed. And uh, I think except for last January when they said there were issues with Braille displays in 14.70 or 71, I can't remember which, um, there were issues. But usually they, um, I found that if you do the minor updates, you're going to be okay for the most part. Right. Okay. This is Shree. Okay, last comment. Okay, go ahead, Shree. Um, one thing I would also suggest that if you're going to do the update that you run a backup, uh, just to make sure that you have a backup prior to doing the update. And I will say that if your comfort level is not high, there's no harm in waiting. 
because you're running something that you're currently running already. You feel comfortable. Sure, wait till 15.2.1 comes out and maybe they're, you know, we're not going to know some of the bugs till we start using it. And there may be a gotcha. No one knows. But if your comfort level is very, it's not that high, I would just wait. There's, this is not a race. You know, who gets it first installed? It's not, it's not all about that. Yeah, it is. Okay. okay. Very good. Thank okay. you. Brad. Oh man, I gotta see the new features. Hey, hey, okay, hang on, guys. Okay, so thank you, Brad, for that demo. And now we're gonna move on. And uh let's see. Marty, are you still out there? Well, I have some good news for Marty. You there, Marty? Oh man. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. I was guess new. what, Marty? I was thinking about you. I oh, got Westminster thing? Chimes to work. Did you know that? Do you use did, that app? Did it? Did it's Marty? Did yes. it work though? Did it work in that? Um, unlike before, every time it chimed, it sent a notification. Right, I saw that. Yes. Okay. So it, that, is, is it still doing that? Yeah, it's still, I never used that app before, but I was like, I know you were wondering about how to get your notification, you know, the chimes, some kind of notification, chiming clock to work. So I was all excited about it, but you already knew that. So now I'm not happy. I, I, yes, but it's sending notifications. And the problem is because I, I also am wearing the watch. Right. I'm getting all these notifications on my watch too. Like, yes. I just I want. I just want the phone to chime. I don't right. want notifications. Right. I saw that. I was like, oh, I had like 18 notifications. I thought I was all excited. And then there was just the, the clock. Okay. Well, very yeah. good. Well, then you already knew about Thanks. that. Okay. Thank you, yeah. Marty. Thank you. Okay. Back to our regularly, you know, back to questions. Anybody with a new question that hasn't had a chance? Um, this is really uh, anybody that has this a This is Ned. Go ahead, Ned. Yes. I, I, I came in late this evening, but it may have was discussed earlier, but I heard Herbie mention about Verizon tracking data or information, and I'm a Verizon customer. So where, where does one go to disable tracking? All right. Does anybody have an answer for that for Ned? Doesn't have to be Herbie. If anybody else knows? Go ahead, Shree. Yeah. So uh, Ned, what I would do is um, there's a document that Herbie put out for the iBug um, Facebook page is where I saw it. And it's got a step-by-step -step directions uh, to um, turn those features off. And if you can't find it, uh, come to tomorrow's call and we can maybe walk you through it. Cause I don't have a direction in front of me right now. All right. Okay, but I would find it on your Facebook page. On the iBug Today's Facebook page. Okay, thank you. Great, thank you, Shri. And this is Herbie. Okay, yes. No, I will mention is, is I did also post it on Twitter, which is why, of course, it caught my attention. So then I posted it to the Facebook page as well. But um, it might be quicker to find it on Facebook, but it is also on the iBug Twitter. Thank you, Herbie. All right. Okay, who else? Somebody new that hasn't had a turn? Kathy. Go ahead, Kathy. I, I'm still freaked out about my, <laughs> my question from Friday, which is... Um, I was trying to do some Christmas shopping and um, let's see, what were the steps? I, um, I think I went to, um, oh, what's it called? I went to, was browsing, you know, went to Harry and David. 
that to a certain so you're level. You're kind of yeah. coming in and out, Kathy. Okay, so you're on a website or an Amazon? So you're on... Okay, go ahead. Is this any better? Yeah, a little bit. Okay, keep going. Okay. Wanted to go through some products. And yeah, Kathy, you're kind of, you might have to come back. You're just like fading in and out. So it's kind of hard to understand what you're saying. Okay, just there. There. Better? Yeah, that's better. Good. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Okay. Try again, Kathy. It's come back in. I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Okay. Is it better now? Yeah, right there. Don't move. Okay. Talk. Okay. Um, my my speech started speaking German, and I can't find anywhere where the language of like, um, I can't think of what what do you call the, you know the web browser the. Uh huh. So you're Safari. You know, I couldn't find anywhere where the language changes, and the weird thing was, it sounds like German, and when I read character by character. It was German, but you could still understand a lot of the words, you know, like you could almost understand what she was saying, but. Um, yeah, anyway. English is actually derives heavily from German. That's what I've read, but hold on. So are you saying when you were on this website and then voiceover started speaking German, is that the right summary? Yeah, and but the weird thing is when I'd go to the top and it would say, um, you know, go back to Siri and it would say that in its normal voice, but mm -hmm. then it would start. And even when I, when I read arrow letter by letter, it had different letters. You know, it wasn't using Alpha Bravo Charlie. It was using different <laughs> letters for the German, you know, it was like. Okay. And was it only on this website or any, or somewhere else or it's just it, shopping? It, it happened to a few of them. It wasn't only Harry and David, I think. Um, but I can't remember the other one that it happened to. And okay. I wish I could play it for you, but I only have my one phone, so I well, can't. Oh, let's, uh, let's open it up. Okay. Uh, okay. Jim, go ahead. Yeah, I'm Marty's agent, and I'll be willing to hire him out, and he'll translate to German because he grew uh -huh. up speaking German. Ah, okay. Well, go ahead. Any other suggestions or no? It's Brad. Brad, go ahead. I'm. My gut tells me it's got to be a... Uh, rotor language issue if you go to voiceover and then in speech and you go down i would look at your languages and rotor. if you if you don't have a, one of the u.s english languages installed i would install it like i was just looking at mine i've got u.s english i think it's samantha uh, which is not the default language that's one that i can access in my in my rotor and then make sure you've got languages added to your rotor. And if you encounter something like that, you might go to in your rotor, go to languages and, and flick up from your default language to one that says US English. And it should put a stop to that reading it in German. Uh, this is Kirby. All right. Uh, first, Kathy, what? Well, I was going to say, the languages that I usually have, I mean, I, just to be fun, you know, I usually have my the Irish and then the, um, maybe South African or, or Australian, but I never had German. Okay. Cause I don't. All right, David, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I think I've encountered that same thing on some, uh, like when it encounters a bunch of foreign words, it'll try to write read in that language and with that, uh, like, 
voiceover voice. Yes. So it'll like adopt the German accented, you know, voice and then read the German. But then when it encounters English again, it'll switch back to your, you know, your regular default voice. This is Chanel. Uh, I've seen that also with Asian languages like Japanese or Chinese or it could be other uh, foreign languages. With just for a couple of lines, you mean like if it. Yeah, I mean, it, it'll, yeah. it's not like it's messing with your, I guess it just wants to read it in the natural um voice that's that's designed around that language so it sounds better not that we can understand german but <laughs> most of us but okay let's to go mean, to chanel and then go back to herbie okay, yeah i didn't mean to cut david off but mm -hmm. um i so there's an app i use called duolingo and i if i somehow have my voiceover on i try to use it with braille display but it will start even if it's on an american voice it will start speaking um in french and i do not have any french voices selected i've deleted all the french voices from my rotor and but if i switch it to a different variant of american then it will read at you know without using uh the accent so it's that's interesting what brad said about choosing a different um voice in your rotor even you know if they're both set to american because i do experience that and um yeah it just seems like even if you don't because on the mac you can choose you know select based on language or have auto voiceover automatically select but it even if you don't have that on the phone it still tends to go to this language um unless you change your voice so okay. yeah this is brad brad yeah i have my basic voice is set to alex and it will do like we were talking if it runs across another language even an asian language or spanish uh, it will start reading in that other language. And then it goes, and it doesn't sound like Alex. It sounds like some other chipmunk sounding voice. And it goes right back to Alex when it gets off of that. So I installed what's called US English Samantha as in as one of my rotor languages. And that's generally what I leave it on all the time. So that, and I, I, I did have them both on Samantha, but I wanted to put... My regular voice is Alex, so I could hear the difference. But when I go to my rotor, I flick up and it says the difference. It says, uh, I can't remember what it says now. I think it says Alex and it says US English or something, Samantha. But that's how I can tell the difference. And and that put a stop to it reading other languages for me. All right. Least. Okay. Hopefully that helps you, Kathy. And Herbie, do you have anything new to add to this or we'll keep going? Well, I just want to mention, well, first of all, my question is, Kathy, do you have nine languages in your, okay, I'll quit the bad jokes. Okay, nine. keep going. No. Anyway, but anyway, I was going to say that, you know, I definitely encountered this phenomenon with languages that I wouldn't even have in my rotor. I only have one voice in my rotor and I'll come across, like I was doing a research project, um, you know, and I came across a Wikipedia page and <clears throat> there was the oh that's right the arabic name for bahrain even though i do not even have the arabic voice installed um it did it on the mac and i think it does it on the phone too it just automatically switched to that voice and so i think it's you're gonna have to try different voices and see if it'll quit defaulting to german but uh 
it's, um, you know, voiceover is just trying to be cute. But I also know what you're talking about, Kathy, though. If you actually go try to read it character by character, it looks more English than the actual. It's kind of so it's a weird behavior with voiceover. All right. OK, thank you, Herbie. All right. Good luck, Kathy. And now we're moving on to the next question. Uh, somebody new that hasn't had a turn trying to really encourage people to participate and ask your questions. This is Jody. Go ahead, Jody. I just want to make a comment. It seems to me, going back to the question about turning off tracking, I think you do that by going to settings and then going to Safari and you turn off tracking there. All right. Thank you, Jody. Hopefully that will help Ned out. Okay, good deal. Okay, this who's is next? Yes, Shri. Uh, if we're talking about the Verizon, it's not there. It's okay. This is not there. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go visit our website for or the uh, Facebook website to Facebook page to get the information about the Verizon thing. All right. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new? Hasn't had a turn. This is Roy. Go ahead, Roy. I had a question about Overcast. I believe it was Brad that recommended it, and I really like it. But when I was exploring the settings, uh, for example, when you go to your podcast on Buzz, when everybody's introducing themselves, there's usually a gap between people. Well, I turned something on to where there, it's like the silence has been removed. Does anybody have an idea what I turned on it's to Brad. remove the silence? <laughs> okay, Brad. I believe it's called Smart Speed, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't looked at it quite a while. There is a setting in there that will eliminate little gaps in in speech. Like if I'm talking slow like that, it will <laughs> reduce those little gaps and speed it up. And it's particularly noticeable if there's some music played and you're familiar with, well, you know, it's it's it speeds it up a little bit, but uh, it gets rid of little gaps, and it's very hard to tell. But um, it will, and, and there's even a little something in there that tells you how much time you've saved since, you know, <laughs> cumulative since you've turned it on. And mine's up to several hundred hours because I turned it on several years ago. And it's amazing. But yeah, that's what it is. It's, and it's in, it's not in a setting for, I don't think each individual podcast, I think it's in the general settings for, I can't remember, but okay. I thought it was in the, just general overcast settings. Wow, that's cool. Yes, Roy, go ahead. It, it is really a great feature, a time saver for sure. Uh, a follow-up to that. Um, if you want to rewind, it goes five seconds. I think I saw somewhere where you can change that to a larger increment. Do you recall that setting, Brad? This is Brad. I believe yes. that would also be in the, the general settings for overcast, not in each individual podcast. I think I've got mine set to go backwards 15 seconds and forward 30 seconds. Okay, so, I'll go look in general settings mm -hmm. for everything. You're All asking right, me these things. I, I set it up years ago and I haven't really looked since. So All right, now you're well, going to make me go look. This, yeah, they may have Roy, moved. But I can't. My phone is updating. Okay, Roy, what? I was go just going to say, I've looked at a lot of the podcast apps and this overcast is the best. In my right. opinion. Okay. Thank you for not. your opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. This Thank you. Greg. Go ahead, Greg. 
the uh, overcast, uh, if you uh, open a, a podcast and you have your um, uh, skip back and, and play and skip forward, if you, if you flip one more time to the right, uh, you get effects. And if you tap on that, then that's where the smart speed is and you can turn it on or off. Cool. Thank you, Greg. All right. All right. Very good. Good luck, Roy. I'm going to go check that up again. I kind of use downcast, but okay. Thank you, Roy, and Brad and Greg. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new hasn't had a turn. This is the other this Roy. David. <laughs> David. Go ahead, David. Come back to you, Shree. Go ahead, David. Okay. <clears throat> I posted this on uh, the iBug uh, Facebook page also, but I, you know, I got these new AirPod Pro and I like them pretty well, but on the uh, some apps, especially like Bard Mobile, and now I've noticed also on the Voice Stream scanner, it sounds you know, like it's like in an echo chamber. And um, I think Herbie said it's something about the Dolby, trying to use Dolby sound or whatever. I mean, should there be a way to turn that off so you can just get it normal? All right. I, I don't need Dolby for my uh, you know, scanning my uh, macaroni and cheese or. Um, <laughs> you know um reading a book because the book is especially annoying because just you don't get the sounds like the person's like in a, in a public restroom you know reading to you <laughs> this is marty that's such a lovely image david okay <laughs> yeah. go ahead marty <laughs> um i think there's if you go into bluetooth settings you when you get to the airpods pro it will say connect it swipe up and it's add more in more info and there's a few prompts in there, and I believe spatial audio is one of them. And uh, you want to turn that off. Also, um, if you go into accessibility and you go into the second page, there's like it says audio visual. I mean, you go into settings and accessibility and then audio visual, and it uh -huh. says um, headphones accommodations. And um, I think the spatial, anywhere, wherever you see spatial audio, turn that off. Because okay. I think even when that's on, it's supposed to be for certain movies. That's, that's when it's supposed to work. But I believe um, if that's, and also I think it's in iOS 15 now. And it might be under sound settings. I don't know where it is, but spatial audio, if you turn that off, uh, that will get rid of that echo. Because what it also does is um, if that's on and you walk around and you turn your head, it will sound like the sound is coming from your left or your right. That's one yeah, of the features that too, of that. Yeah, it does that. Yeah. Yes. Well, that's that spatial audio. You want yeah. that turned off. Okay. All right. Very Thanks, good, Herbie. Marty. Hey, who's that? Herbie. Yeah, go ahead, Herbie. Yeah, so it should be under more info for sure in the um, AirPods to turn off the uh, spatial audio. Personally, so this, but one correction I wanted to make, Marty, it's actually app based. It's not movie based, though there are movies that are also recorded in Dolby sound as well. But it's app based, so. For instance, um, anything you listen to in Apple TV, Netflix, Disney Plus, um, 
those are going to be in Dolby Atmos. Voice Dream Reader is also in Dolby Atmos, at least if you listen to files. Um, why they have it for Bard, I don't know, but they do. And I wish that, I think what they really need is a way where you can make it app specific. So if you want, like I like it on for movies and TV, but if I listen to a bar, that would drive me crazy. And so I personally would love to be able to like say, have it off for Bard, but still have it on by default because of apps that I do want it in. And so that's, I think would be a very useful thing to Apple and Okay. Thank so you. you Thank you, Kirby. Okay. Okay, Marty. Good. Uh, so, David, good luck. Hopefully, uh, get your better bard experience. Okay. Who's next? Somebody new. Question. May I ask? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Who's next? Oh, Shri. Yes. Come back to you, Shri. Go ahead. So, I've got a question about the AirPod Max. And I'm wondering, you know, sometimes when I connect, it says it's connected but I'm still hearing voiceover on my device. And my question is, do you know what's causing that? And what is the easiest way to reconnect it uh, when that happens? Brad. Brad. Assuming which device are you talking about, Sheree? Like we're going to your phone? Yes. And do you have um, a setting in in more info to connect when last connected or always connect which how do you have that set uh, connect to last device connect to the last okay i think i have found i have open up say my iphone and i will find it says it's connected but it's not uh and that i what i will do is i go open the more info go to where it says disconnect not forget this device just disconnect and it disconnects it. And then I back out of there, go back to my list of devices and tap on it and make it reconnect. And that seems to do it. I don't know why it does it. Doesn't do it all the time. I not only experienced that not only with AirPod Max, I experienced that with my AirPod Pro on my iPhone as well. If I've used it, I've used them on my Mac or something. I want to go back to the iPod and my AirPod Pro are set to always connect to my phone. But my AirPod Max are not, but I still run into the same problem with both of them. Okay. This is Herbie. <clears throat> yes, go ahead, Herbie. So uh, first of all, I love the AirPods Max, thanks to Brad's recommendation. Um, and it was actually funny because I was actually thinking about asking this very same question because I've also noticed the same thing. Um, I Two things that I have noticed, sometimes like, for instance, I have my voice stream app open a lot and Sometimes I think that like certain apps like cause it to freeze with the connection a little bit. So sometimes closing it helps. The other thing though that can sometimes help is actually the play pause button or the two finger double tap to get a file playing. And that sometimes will also kind of send the message to the phone. Oh, hey, there's something connected. I got to route the audio to it. So um, that's something that I usually try first. And then there's one or two sometimes when I do actually have to reconnect it completely. Um, but, and if, if it's, you're having the problem with the AirPods Pro or whatever, same concept, squeeze the stem and sometimes doing things like activating Siri. The other thing too, to keep in mind with the AirPods that could be causing some problems is, you know, when it's connected to your phone at least. And I think this is an issue because like if it's connected to the Mac, I never seem to have this problem, but when it's connected to the phone, it's also fighting for a connection with your watch as well. 
Um, and so I wonder if that's why it sometimes has these weird connection issues is because it's like, uh, what should I connect to my phone or my watch? So. All right. Thank you, Herbie. Okay. Shreya, I hope this that is helps Marty. You. Yes. Go ahead, Marty. Um, I, I had not that had that problem. What I have noticed with both AirPods pro and Mac, um, that, that prompt in more info that says like when last connected the phone. So I switched that to automatically connect to whatever device. And then when I go out of it and come back into that more info, um, it hot, the, the last connected high, the last connected prompt is highlighted. It doesn't stay on that when automatically connected. Okay. I, I don't know why. And I'm, I'm wondering if anyone else has that noticed that. All right. Anybody else? So, Shri, good luck. Hope this will help you. Couple of suggestions there. Okay, Chanel, come back to you. Yeah, I just had, I also have a headphone question, but about um, the Echo Buds, and I have the second generation, but what are the best settings to make that sound good with the phone? And more importantly, what's the best way to wear them? So the microphone, you know, gets, I, I've heard they have better microphones than um, some things, but, you know, just what's the best way to wear them, I guess. <laughs> this, this is Marty. Marty, go ahead. Um, I actually have both of them, the first and second. And in a video that I happened to see on Alexa app, it said about make sure the smiley face is toward your mouth. Now, I don't know what yeah. I just kind of I just kind of place them in my ear so that they're naturally like like this comfortable. I'm using them now and I'm assuming that I'm pretty clear. Um in terms of the settings, what are you talking about? The equalizer settings or? Oh, yeah, I haven't even looked at that. Just any settings to what, make stuff sound good well, with them. What what I did was in my settings, I I got it 100, you know, max 100% for bass, 100% for treble. And I took the mid range down to zero. I, I sort of like that because it sort of amplifies the bass more. I, I like a lot of bass. So that's what I did. Um, okay. you, you just have to play around because there, there are a lot of variations in the settings. Um, I have like my transparency or well, they call it pass through. I had that at 100%. I have the side tone for what they call the calling experience at 100%. So you just have to play with those and see what you like. All right. Thank you. I'm just trying to make them comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's the hard part. What I'd like to know how you got them in your ear. And, I never succeeded. And then also, um, it's Marty again. Go ahead. Also, now I haven't tried it. Besides the different ear tips, they have what they call wing tips. And I don't know if you replace the ear tips with the wing tips. I, I haven't, they said that sometimes that helps people give them a more snug fit because I, I do the ear test and I get like a fair on, on each ear. I don't take that seriously. I mean, it's adequate for me. 
Okay. This is Chanel, and uh -huh. I was noticing the same thing with the ear test. The the bigger the tips I put in, then I would get good. Like if with the max, but that's that can be uncomfortable, or it can be. So I I was just, but yeah, I was getting fair too, and so the only way I could even get good is if I jam them in my ear, sort of. So oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so I was getting frustrated with them. Okay, who is that? Terry Ann. Yeah, Terry Ann. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I finally got here, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes ago. Okay. Um, anyway, so hello to everybody. But I, I have a friend who has them, and I believe she adds the wingtips to the other part. She doesn't replace, she doesn't take the, um, the, the other ear, what do you call those other things? The, the ear covers, the ear tips, I guess. Yeah, she doesn't take those off, but she adds the wing tips. And she said that those wing tips help uh, to make the earbuds, AirPods more comfortable because you don't have to just jam them in your ears. And I that's the problem I have. I, I've tried all kinds of um, ear tips and, you know, foam ones and silicone ones. And I have a hard time with them being comfortable in my ears and they make my ears itch. So I'm just wondering myself, or is there such a thing as a win wing tip that fits, fits everything? You know, or do you have to get the wingtips for whatever specific um, earbuds or AirPods you have? But I believe that you add the wingtips to them and then they sit more on your ear as opposed to having to be stuffed in your ear, if that makes sense. This is Herbie. This is, oh. Okay. Hang on. Uh, Marty? This is Marty. Uh, Terry, and I believe with these, with, with, um, with these higher end headsets like the Echo Buds and the AirPods, they specifically have wing tips in, um, they have ear tips and wing tips in the box. And I don't think you should mm -hmm. stray from those. There's, there's no general, you don't want to use a generic, you know, these aren't low um, and these are higher end and they have like four sets of tips in the box okay different sizes this is uh, chanel okay chanel. yeah um that's the thing they have with the um echo buds they do have like four different pair i didn't realize that right. at first because i thought the thing said three and so then you have to match up the correct size wing tip with the correct size earbud but i did actually like for my airpods pro i did try some memory foam buds or whatever they're called. i don't know the exact name i can look at my amazon orders but i did like That's those it. a little better um so i did those oh. worked well for my airpods pro um, all right quickly Terry, memory <laughs> okay, go ahead, foam Terry. does does work okay I mean, that quick is comment hang on Herbie. okay go ahead Terry. Though the memory foam, that is the correct name. You're you're absolutely right. And I don't even work well with those. So I'm kind of, I don't know. But anyway, that is the correct name. All right, Herbie, go ahead. So real quick comment. Then I actually do have a question about the AirPods Max real quick. 
Um, but my comment is, you know, all ear, each earbud is designed a little bit different. E each earphones, Echo Buds, AirPods, Skull Candy. So um, you're, you know, you have to, if you're going to look for any accessories for any of those, you have to look for ones that are specific to the headphones that you were going to buy. And so that was just going to be my comment. All right. Okay. Anybody else with a new question? We're like this near the Shree. end of our, go ahead, Shri. Has anyone tried the Amazon um, glasses? And if so, how will that work? Anybody? No takers, Shri. And this okay. is Shri. Go ahead. Also, um, I just remembered uh, about the Fios. You go to the my, Fi, uh, my Verizon app. That's where the setting is for that disabling the feature. Disabling. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank this you. This is Herbie with a new question. Okay. Hang on, Herbie. Let's see if there's anybody else. Okay. Anybody else with a new question? This is Jim. Hasn't had a chance. Okay. Go ahead, Jim. All right. Walking around wingless now, I found I have a question I'm pondering. Uh huh. Go ahead. In the in the app switcher, is it or and does this depend on the phone and how much memory you have? Is it a good idea to leave a bunch of apps open in your phone or should you be closing them all the time? Or, you know, what's, what have people found about that? Because I, I have a bunch of apps that I switch back and forth with throughout the day. And I wondered, you know. This is what, Chanel. All right. Ahead. Chanel, great The question. latest thing I've read about that, and granted things change, but the latest thing I've read is that your phone knows how to manage its data, its memory, whatever. So why not? I mean, I will try to close apps if I see they've been open for, you know, a few days or hours and, oh, I haven't even used this app. Uh, then I close it and then, of course, I'll need it later. But um, I, I think your phone is good at managing that stuff if you're... Okay. Yeah, that's what I, I think, right. but this I can't, I don't know. Okay, Brad. Yeah, I've been hearing this debate for years. Mm -hmm. I think Chanel's right. The phone knows how to manage stuff. Me, I close apps, but I don't know that it matters. I just. Yeah, because I'm, I'm way back in the DOS days and, you know, it was always a good idea if you're not using something, close it or, you know, restart periodically. And I always try to do that with my phone is you know, just do a reset every couple of days, especially if I've gotten a lot of app updates. This is Shree. Go ahead, Shree. So I went to the Apple store this weekend to get something checked on my phone and they ran a diagnostic. And I'm going to tell you, there were some apps that overutilized my RAM. They had no clue. So that is a reason that I don't believe leaving apps running. They'll tell you what it is, but have them run the diagnostic because the guy's like going like, why is your RAM getting overutilized? It's only going to get utilized if you have things running. So I'm going to say close the apps. I know this debate has been going on forever, but I was very surprised when he told me I had apps that were utilizing, overutilizing the RAM. All right. This is David. Go ahead, David. Oh, okay. Go ahead, David. I was going to say what I do is I, uh, I try to, close those apps that I know are using my location, like Maps or Uber or things of that nature, because I think that those stay open and they keep tracking you as you're moving around and it, it can, they can use your battery faster. Right, yeah, and I get that. I, I don't have a uh, lot okay, of those. Hang on, hang on, Jim. Okay, oh, sorry. Right, David, you're good? Oh, okay. that, that was it, you know, but I think what she, uh, she says also correct. So there are some apps that probably are bad at managing memory and some of those might, might eat up some of your RAM 
uh, and that might cause performance problems with your phone. So you could always just proudly go in and just do a house cleaning on your all your apps, which are. All right, we are out of time. So real quick, Nikki, if you have a quick comment. Yeah, yes, you okay. can you can also have them diagnose or do a diagnostic on the telephone. You don't have to go to the Apple store. Ah, great. Thank you, Nikki. Okay, with that, we are going to wrap it up. Thank you, Brad, for helping me facilitate tonight. And uh, we will be, we will be back next week. Uh, and before that, we have all these different things. Real quick, okay, Clubhouse minibus tomorrow on Clubhouse from five to six. Then we have. Uh, Mac Buzz on Clubhouse on Wednesday, five to seven. Then we have Android Insight on Zoom from seven to eight thirty. Then Thursday we have It's iBugs Life on Clubhouse from six to eight o'clock, talking about shopping. And then eight to nine thirty, Trekkie Talk. And then when Friday, I've been at the virtual movies. We're going to be watching It's a Wonderful Life, and uh, that'll be at eight p.m. Central. Then on Saturday, iBug um, iBug Apple Workshop Holiday Edition. So hope that you will come and play some games and some trivia and have fun so and then we'll be back for our final ibug buzz uh, meeting of the year next week so see y'all soon come for any and all of those events we'd love to have you and uh thank you for coming tonight and have a great night thank you thank you thank you thank you, thank you. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye, everybody. have a good